Welcome to Building Unapologetically, the podcast where we dive into the raw journey of personal growth, business building, and faith-infused strategies. I'm your host, Jordan Guyton, and I'm here to share my unfiltered highs, lows, and the lessons I've learned along the way. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and empowered to build your dreams unapologetically. All right, we are back with a first time ever Ask Me Anything recording. I'm really excited about this. I got so many great questions. I initially posted on my stories asking you, what do you want to know? What could be of service to you? What from my experience would be helpful along your journey, whether business, personal development? And I got some really great questions and some funny ones too. And then I did like an impromptu live for my final Friday sale. And as I was wrapping up that IG live, I was like, well, actually, I'm going to be recording a podcast. What do you want to know? And so I got many great questions there. I think I might do a part one and part two of this. Yeah, if this one goes well, I guess. (laughs) All right, so let's go ahead and dive into it. Today, I'm going to be answering five of the questions that came in. Let me see how many we got. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 16 questions. I think because my episodes are short and punchy to the point. I'm going to do five on this episode and I'm breaking them down in two categories, business and personal. So I think we'll start with the business side of things and then we'll get into the personal. Like I said, I'm just really excited for this and please continue to submit questions, especially when I uh, post in my stories about it or even if you just want to DM me with questions for the podcast, feel free to do that too. Uh, You know my DMs be in shambles sometimes, but I do answer all of my DMs. So let's dive in to the first ask me anything question. The first question I have is, and I'm going to keep everyone anonymous. That way you can feel like it's a safe space to ask anything you want. Well, does that mean I'm going to answer everything? No, but again, it's a safe space and I want to help as much as I can. So first question on the business side of things, we're talking about social media. And the question is how to keep your audience engaged through stories and content in general. So the first thing that comes to mind for me when I think about engagement and keeping your audience engaged is consistency. So consistency is something that is part of my three C's framework. If you know, you know, clarity, content, consistency, my my OGs know that's my framework. And consistency is part of that framework because it keeps your audience engaged, because it allows people to keep coming back, because it then builds that connection, which then leads to conversion, right? So you have to identify what consistency looks like for you. That's one thing that I really do pride myself on when it comes to being a coach for my heart-centered entrepreneurs, I really allow them to define consistency for themselves. You have to think about with what you have on your plate, with the business that you're building, with the reality of actually creating content, what does consistency look like for you? And as a business owner showing up on social media, I think minimum three days a week is good. I've never been the one that is all for posting every single day. That is 
not my ministry. I don't have the energy. I'm not a machine. I'm not a robot. And I'm sure my people get tired of seeing stuff every single day. That's just me. So really defining what that consistency looks like for you in the season that you're in. For me in this season, especially as we're getting into the holidays season, I'm looking at anywhere from, you know, four posts a week, maybe five, but I feel good with four. So consistency is great. I know that you, in your question, you mentioned stories. And I really think stories is a great way to showcase your behind the scenes, your everyday moments, speaking to camera and telling your audience what's on your agenda for the day, showcasing those little moments in addition to being and getting consistent with getting them to take action. Meaning in CCA, the Courageous Content Academy, one of the things that we ask in the very beginning to get their audience engaged is to do polls and ask questions in their stories. And oftentimes my students will come back and say, oh, no one's answered. I got crickets. And it's very natural. You have to do it over and over and over again. So really thinking about simple questions or polls that you can use in your stories. Yes or no questions. Are you a coffee or tea person? Just super, super easy just to start with them being engaged. Call to actions are also a great way to keep them engaged. I can do a whole freaking podcast on engagement. Better yet, I'm going to make a note of that, especially if you want more of that about engagement. I can go all day about that. The first thing I would say is getting consistent. And then like you said, how do you do it through your stories? Consistency in your stories, behind the scenes moments, getting them to begin to take little actions through polls or asking questions and being patient with the process because it is crunchy and quiet in the very beginning, especially in the stories. Okay, question number two, business side of things. What's the biggest hangup for entrepreneurs and social media? The first thing that comes to my mind without a shadow of a doubt is overthinking. When I think about how much time I've spent or my clients have spent or the posts that sit in the drafts folder or the content that never gets to see the light of day or the content that we overthink about and then just end up posting it and it does well because we stopped overthinking. Overthinking is the biggest hangup because we're so tied to the outcome. And so what I say to that is, I'm sure you've heard me say it before, is to focus on the mission, not on the metrics. And once entrepreneurs can lean into the, it's just the best feeling to just post and not be tied to the outcome. Post and not feel like you have to get a bunch of likes or post and feel like, oh, this better do something for me. When I work with my clients, I want to get them to a state of unbotheredness when they post. Unbotheredness in the way that I'm putting up something that I know is valuable. I'm putting up my offer, which I know is transformational. I'm telling a personal story that will bring at least one person through transformation and I'm unbothered and unattached to the results right? I'm unbothered and unattached to the outcome. If it reaches one person, perfect. That's who it needed to reach. I think about, you know, the fearlessness that I have. Well, actually, I want you to think about. Think about the fearlessness you had when Facebook and Instagram first came out, where y'all, we didn't think about nothing. We was like, oh, pizza, take a picture. Oh, felt cute, might delete later. Oh, here's my new outfit. Oh, night on the town. Oh, we outside. And you were just posting that fearlessness that comes about where you're not overthinking thinking every single thing and just knowing that if I stay consistent at it, if I put in the work, one of these is going to pop off. One of these. And if I hit and touch one person, we're Gucci. So definitely overthinking, I believe, is the biggest hang up for entrepreneurs in social media. Bo show. Okay. So third question 
On the business side of things, I really liked this question. I think this is like business personal. Entrepreneurship when your partner isn't a business owner. Discipline and accountability. So I am definitely one of those entrepreneurs where my partner is not a business owner. My husband works in tech. He is a software engineer. Uh, I'm married a techie. Hey, babe, if you're listening. And I think my actions have evolved over the three years that I have been a business owner. I've been with my husband. He was my boyfriend at the time when I started my business, but he's been there since I started, like even before. And, you know, some of the things that have helped me in this partnership when it comes to him not being a business owner and me being a business owner is ensuring that I'm separating the two, right? Separating my business from my marriage. I know there was a time, especially in the early stages, and it still happens from time to time, where my business problems became a venting session that he got the nice end of the stick for. <laughs> like he just had to listen. And I think that having a therapist and also being in a community with other entrepreneurs has allowed me to separate the business from, I don't know why I want to say the business from the bedroom, but you know what I'm trying to say. I think that when my husband asks, I share things. Or when I have wins, I share things. But I really try not to let, especially the lows of business, infiltrate the highs and happiness of my marriage or my partnership. I know your question also talks about accountability. I think accountability and discipline as entrepreneurs are best managed in communities of like-minded people and just separating the two. And that's my personal decision. I'm not in a business with my husband and I know maybe some of you run a business with your partner. I don't know what that's like. I don't know if I will desire to do that right now. I'm good and he's good. And we have insurance. Shout out to, you know, the nine to fivers. Thanks, babe. I love you. So I don't see us creating or starting or building a business right now, maybe in the future. But as far as accountability and discipline, I think that it's really important to separate the two. And that's just, again, a personal opinion. Does my husband every now and then have me come into his office with me saying, hey, I'm ready to get a full-time job? And he looks at me sideways? Absolutely. Does he hold me down and support what I'm doing? Absolutely. And I think that having a partner... I don't think there's enough conversation around that. It is a privilege to run a business and be in partnership with someone that could keep us afloat if something were to go left or I had a low month or I lost a client. There's security in that. And I know that not everyone has that security. I am so, so grateful for the privilege and the sacrifice that my husband makes by being a full-time professional and ensuring that our family has insurance and ensuring that our family is covered financially and ensuring that we have the things that we need that his job does provide. Even therapy goes through my husband's insurance. So I think there definitely has to be more conversation around the privilege that comes with having a working partner when you're a business owner, for sure. Because listen, I, I remember y'all, I remember dating him and I was like, so when we get married, am I going to be on your insurance? And he was like, what? Yeah, that was not a red flag. I promise, babe. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. So I hope that answered your question. I hope that was helpful. All right. So the next question I have 
is a personal question. I have two personal questions left. I feel like that last one was like a mixture of business and personal. So this question is, how are you? And I thought that was a great question. I'm really good. I am in a season, some of you know, of let it be easy. And sometimes I'm like, girl, you you being a little too easy. You need to get back to work. But I'm just really in a space of enjoying the white space on my calendar. You know, I've said a couple times on the podcast that I really am thinking about bringing back the Courageous Content Academy. I'm really thinking about a couple of in person events next year. And so I really want to spend this time, this closing out the year, ensuring that I'm building structure into my business and simplifying as much as possible. One of my favorite books is Essentialism by Greg McEwen or McCowan. I don't know how to say his name, but this is one of my favorite books. And it really talks about the pursuit of doing less. And so I'm really in this process of refining my team roles, getting into a weekly rhythm. What does my day-to-day look like? on the business side, right? On the personal side, I'm really excited. I'm getting a puppy. I cannot wait. Shout out to Dean if you're listening. And if my dog is not listening to this, but shout out to you. So I'm really excited for that next chapter and that next phase in our lives. This is our final few days as a family of two before we get our pup. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, life transitions over the next year that we're stepping into. So I feel in a really good space. I started working with a coach, like I said, through my husband's insurance, and we're really working on setting goals that are not outcome-based. We're setting goals that are process-based. So what does that mean? We're setting goals with the process in mind, not the outcome in mind. And I think that has been really beautiful and helpful to just reflect on because I know building a business and in times in just my life, I've always just been so focused on what's the end result without really thinking about what does that process look like? What are three things I can do this week in that process to become that next version of myself? So I think that's been really beautiful. Social side of things, not social media, just like community social side of things. I'm good. I do feel a little stretched thin, especially with the holidays of my introverted battery definitely wants to be home. And like I said, when I get this dog, I really want to be home. So I don't really have the urge right now to be too, too social or to be outside like the kids are saying. And I kind of like that. Like I'm excited that our Christmas tree is up and I want to start decorating and I like this season. So overall, I'm really good, which feels really good to say. Uh, I feel happy. I feel blessed. I mean, I always feel blessed even when it's crunchy, but I really am in a space of let it be easy and also knowing that there's so much ahead. And so as much as I would love to just launch something next month or do something crazy for a cash injection or not exhaust myself, but you know what I'm trying to say. God is just telling me to kind of fall back, chill out a little bit. And so I'm really embracing that part of my life right now. So thank you for that question. All right. The last question I have for this Ask Me Anything is how to stay grounded in your faith when you don't see what God promised you just yet. 
Amazing question. I love that question. So there are a few things that kind of come to mind. I think one of the things I do is ensure that I reflect on all the things that God has promised that has come to pass. And so what does that look like? It could look like me going and reading my past journal entries and seeing all the things that I prayed for, asked God for, wanted to be delivered from, or wanted someone to be healed, or things that I wanted my friends to overcome or go through or my husband to see that and see those promises come to pass keep me grounded. Another thing I do is I screenshot wins and I screenshot things that come back from my clients' testimonials and I have um, a folder in my um, phone called my why and I revisit that. I think that's so important just to celebrate the progress that's happened so far. I also think, this is kind of practical, but I also think just listening to new praise and worship music keeps me really grounded because there have been some things that I thought were going to come down the pipeline, some corporate deals or some conversations where you get a verbal yes and then life over on the corporate side happens and things kind of fall through. And I really think listening to worship music and just singing and worshiping has really kept me grounded. Going to church, being in that energy keeps me grounded. And then I think last but not least, just being surrounded by other believers, being surrounded by my husband, my my friends, again, my church. I think also following people that I admire in their faith journey and seeing their breakthroughs keep me grounded. But I think from all of that, the biggest is just going back to the promises that have already come true, going back to the gratitude of things that have already come to pass and being grateful for what's to come, even though I can't see it yet. And sticking through that crunchiness, even when it feels crunchy, because he's already said it and I believe it will be done, right? Will it be done on my time? No, nope, it won't. And I just gotta trust because every time I've wanted something, I think about, I tell the story a million times, but I think about when I launched CCA for the first time and I had one student enroll and it was a group coaching program or it is a group coaching program and I had one student enroll and I was devastated. I was like, how am I gonna tell this one woman that it's just her and I and this is a group coaching program? Like, huh? And I remember getting on the call with her and telling her that, hey, it's just gonna be you and me for the next few weeks and we're gonna, you know, be going through CCA together. She was like, what? I get you all to myself? What? She was so happy. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord. And that one student had 83 followers when she joined, 16,000 when it was over, viral reels, multiple streams of income. She was my blueprint. And if God would have given me the 20 that I wanted when launch, I was like, oh, just give me 20. I'm ready for 20 women. I'm ready, give me them. I'm ready please lord give it and he was like you get one you get one and i know that there's a bible verse i'm gonna look it up about stewarding over what you have now and he'll give more i'm gonna look it up bible because i'm not crazy bible verse matthew 25 23 says well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. So again, it's like I have to trust that I've been given what I can handle right now. And when God sees, all right, she can handle this, let me elevate, right? Like I'm in a space right now 
for example, and just to be transparent, my Instagram has not grown that much this year. Like we have not had that rapid growth that we had last year. And I really think God is needing to see something from me first and stewarding over who we have now before that skyrocket increases and that influence increases. There's something that he wants me to do, mark my words, there's something that he wants me to do still right now before we get catapulted again. And so I'm just sitting in that. I'm going to read your question again. It says, how to stay grounded in your faith when you don't see what God promised you just yet? What stuck out to me in this question is God promised. If he's promised it, you just got to hang in there. You just got to stay the course because he don't lie. He don't lie. He made that promise to you. You can't be tied to the win. You have to win, W-H-E-N. You have to know that if he's made that promise, that you're going to hold up your end of the bargain and stay in it until that promise comes to pass. So this Ask Me Anything was a first of, I hope, many. I really hope that you learned a little bit more about me and are feeling a bit inspired because it's a game worth playing. And I love to share as much as I can with you when you have questions about this journey or business or my life or this is what this platform is for. So I love you. I hope that you have an amazing rest of the week. And as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Building Unapologetically. Thank you so much for tuning in to Building Unapologetically. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating, and share this episode in your Instagram stories ASAP. Don't forget to tag me at Jordan Guyton. Your feedback and support truly means the world to us and helps us reach more listeners who are on their journey to building unapologetically. Mm-hmm.